Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, welcome to Jules Says. I'm Julie. Jules. If you have anything you'd like to share with me, you can email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. J-E-W-E-L-S says at gmail.com. Or it turns out you could comment or message me through my Facebook page, Jules Says. I got an email from Facebook saying they weren't supporting podcasts anymore a few months ago, effective June something. And my podcast page is still there. So I may resume posting pictures that are related to the episodes. I have a facial filler update. If you haven't heard the episode, Fun Facial Fillers, give it a listen because it's quite informative. And the fabulous Carrie Ryan contributed to that episode. And she gives a lot of helpful information and explains the difference between fillers and Botox. Anyway... They overfilled my chin after the swelling had all gone down and I had the after pictures taken. I went into Carrie's clinic, Clinique de Mode, and Kim injected a product to take down some of the filler in my chin because I kind of looked like a bit like Jay Leno. The important thing to know is hyaluronic acid fillers can be dissolved if something doesn't work out, which is great. It's a great risk mitigation option. Second thing, last week I talked about Abe's babes, one of whom was set up with him on a blind date. And I just wanted to let you know that Joe, his friend, who I haven't talked to in a long time, made a point of calling me to apologize. And his recollection is that he wasn't even aware at the time that that was going down. And I just assured him I'm not worried about it. To me, it's just a funny story from the past. But I still think it was really nice of him to apologize. One of the things I'm going to post a picture of is our front garden or front lawn. When I was in the UK in April, Abe slaved away and dug out the grass, which was a terrible job because it's all clay under there. It's not sandy soil. A lot of work. Because grass in our environment, in our climate, it is a bit of a hassle. A lot of our neighbors don't look after their lawns, their rental properties, 
And they just let the weeds grow knee-deep. And then, of course, they flower, they germinate, and then they blow all over the place. Quite annoying. Not only that, it's such a small lot and such a small lawn, it seems like a hassle to just have to even bother with a lawnmower to cut it. Abe's mom had put some ground cover in her front lawn, and it's beautiful and really flourishing, and it's completely low-maintenance. And it's so dense that it crowds out the weeds. So Abe decided he would do the same thing. So he dug everything out, put a whole new layer of soil and compost and everything to prep it, and put rock fill in the front, and then Irish and Scotch moss, which looks like very small little ground-level shrubs. They're beautiful. The Irish moss is a dark green. The Scotch moss is a lighter green, almost a lime green. What we hadn't anticipated was the amount of interest that this would generate in the neighborhood. People stop by. If we're sitting on the porch, they ask about it. They take pictures of it. This change to our front garden has generated an excessive amount of buzz. We had no idea that anyone would even be interested or notice. And one night we were sitting on the front porch, Abe and I were sitting on the front porch, And this woman came by, as is pretty normal, and started asking about what we had planted. And I said, a lot of it is Irish moss, so we're counting on the luck of the Irish. And she scowled at me as though I had said something deeply offensive and said, I don't know what that means. I'm like, okay, you've never heard the luck of the Irish? Come on. And then, oh, hang on, I hear water running. I'm going to pause. I'm back. The water was running. I don't think Abe realized I was recording. Anyway, so then she started chatting away. She seemed a bit odd, but that's not unusual. There are lots of odd people in our neighborhood. So she started chatting away, and then she said, may I kiss it? And we said, sure. And so she got down on her knees and kissed some of it, and then I said, You'll have the gift of gab now. You know, I know it's not the Blarney Stone, but it was Irish moss. Ha <laughs> ha. Again, she looked at me and and said, basically, I forget what she said, something to the effect of, what are you talking about? And I said, well, you know, if you kiss the Blarney Stone, you get the gift of gab. She was like, it, it was as though I had said something in ancient Latin to her. She had no idea what I was talking about. It was really weird. Um, I'm going to get Abe, though, because I'm not going to remember the detail of this. But essentially, after that moment, she just started talking to Abe. And the more she talked, the more apparent it became to us that there was something very strange about this woman. Hang on. I'm just going to get Abe. Okay, so Abe is here now. Abe, I'm talking about the woman who kissed the plants. Oh, yeah. Um, I was just, I don't really remember. She started talking, and it became apparent that she was weird, but she was kind of making up words. And she said, oh, you're a coon to you. Yeah. And then she pointed at me, arm fully extended. And I don't know what she said about me, but she referred to me as that woman. as though. And, and I think it had something to do with I had some evil in me or something. Yeah, something... I don't know what it was. Um, I don't remember what she said, but the gist of it was... Yeah, that you were not welcoming. Yeah. Something like that. 
And I hadn't been unwelcoming to her. I was nice to her and kind of joking around. She just didn't get my Irish references. No, not at all. It went right over her head. So at this point, we're just thinking she's a dum-dum. Well, there's a little bit more than that. Oh, okay. I at mean, this point. Maybe at that point. Okay. Yeah, and I just thought she was a, one of those uh, man lovers. You know, the kind of woman who just loves the men but gives dirty looks to the women and doesn't bother being nice to them. Actually, I think it was even before the Blarney joke that she said that she was three divine beings in one, something like oh, that. Oh, was it? It didn't take her long to tell us about that. Yeah, so what exactly did she say? Because I, it got to the point where I thought, can I get my, my phone out to video her without her noticing? But I couldn't. I just shut up and watched and listened. And Abe was so generous and kind to her standing on the porch. But what was she saying? Like, she said she had three beings in her. Yeah, and that she had been assaulted sexually, I guess. Yeah, well, who and, hasn't? Uh, so she had looked down and her genitals were just gone. Yeah, so she no longer has any genitalia. Yeah. Maybe she had to share that with Abe because she thought Abe might be interested in accessing her genitals. No. <laughs> well, I knew you wouldn't be, but I think she was kind of hoping just because she was so charming to you and absolutely the opposite to me. Yeah, I, you know, with our new garden or lawn, whatever you want to call it, yeah. we put in these uh, ground cover plants. Yeah. And people, the reaction is just amazing. I, I did not expect the reaction. So yeah. I just thought it was someone who was going to ask questions about the garden, what plants those were. And so, you know, I had a very welcoming look about me at that point, I'm sure, because I, I feel good about it. And uh, I thought, yeah, we would just chat about that, and then it got crazy. Do you remember some of the other made-up words that she used? She said she was a divine being. She'd been in existence for millennia. Atrocitize, something like that. She made up words. She said, oh, you're yeah. a cune. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Maybe this is I, lingo that actually isn't made up that we're just not aware of. Well, I asked. I, I, well, I said, a cune? And she said, yeah, it's like a mix. It's like words to combine together. Cute. And then she couldn't figure out what the rest of it was. She was trying to come up with words that matched un, but didn't. Well, so how were you feeling when she was saying all this shit to you after she, that woman to me? Well, yeah, I thought that was rude. And then I quickly realized she was, she was special. Yeah. Then I was just kind of feeling impatient and hoping she would leave soon. But, you know, I didn't want to be rude because, you know, I didn't want anything to escalate, you know. Yeah, and you don't want her to put a hex on us. Yeah, because hexes are real. <laughs> she probably already put a hex on me, so. But again, I'm not worried because I don't believe in hexes. She did say that she lived around the corner from us. Did she say she lived on a specific street or no, just in the vicinity? In the vicinity. And I, I, you know, I can't help thinking when I see someone like that, how do you survive? How do you earn a living? How do you pay your bills? How do you file your taxes? Well, we have a very good social system in Canada. Do we? It, it's Cause pretty I've good. Because I've been trashing it. I think it's not as good as it should be. Certainly we... 
mental health services are grossly unavailable and underfunded. Well, yes, that is an area that really needs improvement. But I mean, being able to live and not be homeless is, I think, very possible in Canada, uh, no matter what the circumstance, unless you really, unless you really want to be homeless, I think. Well, the other thing is they say that more women will put up with untenable shelter situations because of the fear of safety of being homeless. Oh, yeah. But one day you were sitting on the porch with your brother Pete. Right. Yeah. And she comes by again. This time she stayed on the sidewalk. She didn't walk right up the walkway. Yeah, then she started chatting and, you know, much of the same kind of made-up words. And at one point, she invited herself to sit with us. And I was taken aback a bit. And I said, okay, but with some hesitation. And I guess she picked up on that because then she said, oh, I'll, you know, I don't want to intrude. So that was good. And she flat out asked me my age and then offered up hers. So she's a couple of years older than you. Uh-huh. So right in my range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What I else. don't feel threatened somehow. Did she, what... did she talk to Pete at all? Um, she asked. Yeah, she, she said or asked who this was. Okay, but you told me that when she first approached, she greeted you with... <sighs> oh, right. Hello, gorgeous. Something like that. Yeah. So she's 64 years old. She has no genitalia. She's a divine being with three beings living in her, and she's existed for millennia. Oh, and she has, like, infinite number of communication strings running through her being. Oh, so she can communicate with... Everybody. Uh, dead people? We didn't cover that, but she, like, knows everyone's thoughts. Well, she didn't know my thoughts because well, she, she was... she thought she did. Yeah, but she was wrong because right. I wasn't thinking well, anything. Maybe not. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't thinking anything. Maybe she's psychic and she knew what my thoughts were going to be after she said that woman. I mean, she's on our property speaking this way to the lady of the house. I just thought it was unbelievable. It was. So we don't know if she's going to be back. Right. I'll, yeah, have to be a little more careful to just... Maybe just say hello when she says hello and then, I don't know, break eye contact or maybe look at my phone or make sure I continue talking with whomever I'm sitting. With. See, this is one of the skills that I think a lot of men haven't been trained in from day one. Women are trained to say no. Yeah. We're trained to say no effectively. We're trained to shut people down. And it isn't always just men. I think that training crosses over into other aspects of life. And I think you're uncomfortable, as a lot of people are, certainly not just men. You're uncomfortable just being direct. For example, when she said, do you mind if I join you? Mm -hmm. You were reluctant to say, oh, no, not today. I'm visiting with my brother. Right. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't expecting that question. Yeah. I was really thrown off when she said that. Yeah. But you're right. I do want to just keep things kind of neutral, uh, make sure that there's no chance of anything escalating. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I can see that too, because of course, I also avoid confrontation where possible. 
and she knows where we live. So mm-hmm. anyway, good news is so far, neither of us seem to have been affected by any hex. So I think we're good. And if she shows up again, I, I'd i like to somehow surreptitiously record it just so that I can. You should interview her. I'm not inviting her into this studio. <laughs> you bring you bring a no. recording device. You just use your phone. But she hates me. Maybe you could interview her and we'll use that. Cuz uh, well, I wouldn't know what to you'd ask have her. To, but Although you, she just kind of goes you don't have on to on ask her own. Anything. It just if you listen to her, you can just tell, I mean, what she rambles on about makes no sense. And hopefully she's harmless. So far she's been harmless to us, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for her uh, because, obvious. well, I hope she's comfortable in her own skin. She actually seems to be. She's really, she seems quite confident and happy in her own skin. So hopefully that's fine. I'll tell you why my sympathy is limited, because she certainly had the confidence to openly disparage me to my face. So Mm -hmm. I think that's partly why I have no problem she clearly had no problem disparaging me right in front of my face. If you're going to disparage me, just do it behind my back because it's really none of my business what you think of me. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, we all kind of shit talk people once in a while. We don't mean any harm by it. Sometimes we're just venting. And if she went to yeah. her friends, assuming she has any friends, anyway. Yeah. She kissed our plants to make sure that they would grow better. Well, some of them are dead, so maybe that's the problem. Specifically those ones. Yeah. <sighs> okay. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Catherine's younger sister, Joanne, the middle one, is here from BC with her son, Richard. We're having a nice visit for about 10 days. As much as I really love having them visit, I do kind of miss getting the regular short visits that a close-by grandmother would get. Yesterday, 
Joanne, Richard, Abe, and I went to visit the girls' babysitter from back in the day, Val, and her two daughters and their families, lovely girls, Esther. Catherine used to call her Estelata, and Esther would call Catherine Catalata. And Estelata's younger sister, Christina, she was called Chrissy when she was little, and her grandfather's accent made it sound a bit like Crispy. And of course, it stuck. To us, she was Crispy. I have a special place in my heart for all of them. They were a very important part of my children's lives growing up, and I love them. I don't see them often enough because they... They don't live in Sarnia anymore. They live about just over an hour outside of Toronto. So it's a bit of a hike, but not ridiculously far. But we went to visit them yesterday. It was Estelata's birthday celebration, which was nice. So nice of them to include us. We went to Estelata's house, and she lives in the most beautiful, huge home with a huge lot It's really something to see when you're used to the skinny little smashed-in tight houses in Toronto in the city. Of course, my my first thought is, wow, that's a lot of lawn to cut. We didn't even like having to cut a small little patch of lawn, which is why we replaced it. When Catherine was a baby and I went back to work, a friend of mine from high school happened to live next door, and she had a two-year-old, and... She babysat Catherine until Catherine was approximately a year old. She was three months old when I went back to work. She cried all day, every day, refused to take a bottle. Wendy was on the phone with me a lot. I was very concerned because my poor baby wasn't eating and she was clearly distressed. But I had to keep my job. Thankfully, after two weeks, it was like a switch. She stopped the all-day crying and decided that she would eat. Thank God. I was a wreck. I could not quit that job. Then when Catherine was approximately a year old, Wendy decided to go back to a job that paid better. She was working very hard looking after my child and her own, but she needed to make more money. So she went back to work. I had to find new childcare. Thankfully, a daycare was opening near me that accepted children that age. So Catherine went to daycare, which has its own challenges. You pay for it even if you're not there. Your child is more likely to get sick. It's great because they get to socialize with other children. But it does have its pros and cons. And it was a wonderful daycare. But when I had Joanne... The cost was going to be so prohibitive for me, and not only that, I didn't feel as comfortable putting an infant in daycare because Joanne would have been probably 16 weeks old when I went back to work. So I advertised in the paper, as you did in the olden days, for a babysitter. I had quite a few applicants. It was interesting, though, how honest some of them were. Of course, I had a few young girls who were looking for a babysitting job simply because they couldn't find anything else. I knew darn well that they would leave as soon as they found something else. Some of them were very nice. One young girl very clearly said no. This was the job she wanted. She lived with her boyfriend. She was only 17 years old. And I asked her, 
are you planning on going back to school? Because she was only 17. And she said, oh, no, no, I, I quit school when I was in a fire. Whoa, you were in a fire. My goodness, I'm sorry, what happened? And I wasn't saying that as an interview question, but it was an interview. And she just naturally shared the story. Well, I had a pot of hot oil on the stove. I was going to make French fries and it caught fire and I panicked and ran to the front door with the pot to throw the oil outside and the wind blew the oil back on me and burned me. And I thought, oh, wow. And you think that you're capable of looking after small children. Mm-hmm. So that candidate was also crossed off the list. I had one woman who interviewed and basically marched in and told me how she would look after my children and what I should do when she wasn't there with my children. She was quite militant. And then I interviewed Val. Val had Estelata, who was six years old at the time. I had Catherine, who was three and a half when Joanne was born, so she was almost four. Joanne was a baby. And Val very clearly stated, I want to stay home with my little girl, and this will give me some extra money. She had babysat for other people, too. But I just got a warm vibe about Val. Val, I could tell, was a salt-of-the-earth, loving human being. Naturally, Val got the job. Val was with us for years. She loved my baby Joanne like her own, just loved Joanne. And then Val decided that she wanted another baby, so she had Chrissy. Chrissy was born in June while I was expecting Carrie. Obviously, Val needed some time off, so I hired a student to cover for the summer. Carrie was born in September, and then I went back to work right after Christmas. Val decided to come back and babysit. She had Estelata, Catherine, Joanne, who was... Now, Esther and Catherine were in school. Catherine was only in school half-time, but still. Joanne was just two in December, and she had four-month-old Carrie and six-month-old Chrissy. That woman was a hero, a superwoman. You can imagine what her days were like, managing all these little kids. But hiring a student in the summer started me down the path of making that my regular thing to do. Val stuck with us until we no longer needed a babysitter, although if I had to do it again, I would have hired an after-school babysitter until they moved out. But that's another story. Val stuck with us, and I think, I hope, I think part of the reason is she did say to me once that she had had other employers who were maybe not appreciative. If I got a bonus at work, I paid Val a bonus. I... I had a friend who had a babysitter once, and, and my friend would complain that her babysitter ate her food, which uh, I just feel like that should be allowed. If someone is coming into your home and caring for your children, just go ahead and eat my food. 
She also complained that her babysitter brought her 12-year-old with her when her 12-year-old had a day off school, and she felt that the 12-year-old should have stayed at home and not come with her to work. I don't agree with that. Val did genuinely love my children. I know she did. The other thing we did was, when the children were old enough, I booked them in various fun summer camps, and I hired a student for the remainder of the summer. The student still got a few weeks off in the summer. I also made a point of taking my vacation in the summer so that I could be with the children. So I think it was kind of a nice balance. Val would get the summer off, and then she'd come back when school started. We love her, and it was so nice to see them all at Estelata's huge, beautiful house with her huge, beautifully manicured lawn. Bobby Kay would have been suitably impressed. Thank you for listening. If you have anything you'd like to share or ask me, you can email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. Or you can comment on my Facebook page, Jewel Says, because the episode links are still being published. And you might want to check out the page for episode-related pics. Have a lovely week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.